0: This is the Locked On Jets podcast here on Sunday evening, November 27th, 2022. I'm your host, John B. from gangreennation.com. Welcome you to a postcast episode of Locked On Jets. This is a daily podcast covering the New York Jets. We have new episodes each day, Monday through Friday, through the week, and then bonus episodes as needed, such as this postcast episode. If you enjoy the show, hit the subscribe button where you're watching or listening, so that you'll never miss an episode. If you're listening on a podcast source, please give it a five star review. If you're watching on YouTube, please give this episode a big thumbs up. These things help the channel out and help other Jets fans find the podcast. We are here today to break down a Jets victory. The Jets beat the Chicago Bears 31-10 at MetLife Stadium. Jets improved their record to 7-4 and on the season. It was a game the Jets really needed to win. If you look at where they are in the playoff race, this was a win they needed to have to keep, keep to keep pace. But also, if you look at their upcoming schedule, lots of difficult road games await them. They have a trip to Minnesota, a trip to Buffalo, a trip to Miami, a trip to Seattle. This was a win they needed to bank. But the story of the game, more than anything else, is Mike White does it again. Just as he did 13 months ago against the Cincinnati Bengals, Mike White stepped into the starting lineup in place of Zach Wilson under very different circumstances and delivered a tremendous performance. He threw for 315 yards and three touchdowns in this game. But I don't think it's really just about the numbers. The numbers signify how well Mike White played, and there were some big-time throws in this game. Part of it is that the Bears don't really have much of a defense. So, I'm not really focused on the numbers. I'm focused on what Mike White did. Sometimes the numbers matter, but sometimes it's more about the eyeball test. And for me, Mike White passed the eyeball test with flying colors. And for me, the reason that's important is that going forward, the Jets are going to lean on their defense. And they're going to lean on their run game to a certain extent. Maybe not as much as they would have with Brees Hall in the lineup, but. I still think at their heart this is a run first offense. You know, despite what we saw in this game, Jets were able to open it up because of the Bears defensive issues because Mike White was playing so well. What the Jets need at the quarterback position is what Mike White gave them in this game. They need a guy who first of all is going to protect the football. And that's been an issue with Mike White through the years. And there were a couple he maybe got away with in this game, but if Mike White can protect the football, He's going to be able to give the Jets what they need a lot of weeks, because the Jets don't need a quarterback to go out there and play at an MVP level. Now, this was a great game. You know, this one, I don't want to say Mike White played at an MVP level. Mike White was fantastic in this game. They don't really need him to be great, though. They don't need him to be spectacular. They don't need him to constantly be evading pass rushers. They don't need him to, you know, make a ton of plays with his legs. You know, they don't need him to be what Justin Fields has been for the Bears, and run for 100 yards in the game. They don't need him to be what Patrick Mahomes is for the Chiefs or Aaron Rodgers has been through the years for the Packers. They're not gonna requ- this offense does not require a bunch of tight window throws. It's not going to require Mike White to throw guys open. It's not going to require Mike White to play spectacular football. What the Jets need is somebody who can go out there and execute Michael LaFleur's offense. And what does that mean? That means going through the progressions properly. And I think that was an issue with Zach last week, and it's been an issue at points during the year, maybe not the entire year, There have been points where I don't think Zach's properly identified his progressions. It means getting the ball to the open receiver. And that's been an issue with Zach. And part of the reason it's been an issue with Zach, first of all, I think his field vision's not where you want it to be. But also Zach has a tendency when under pressure to kind of turn his back to the play. And, you know, he does that little spin move and he tries to abandon the pocket. He doesn't stand tall in the pocket when he's under pressure. And part of it's identifying your checkdowns, just knowing when something's not there. There's nothing wrong with checking the ball down and taking a quality gain. And these are the things Mike White did in this game. And that's the reason his that you know, that's the reason he played so effectively. And again, this is not a, if the Jets were in a different situation, if you were watching the game on Fox, Joe Davis and Moose Johnston, they made a lot of good points about how different it was this year versus last year, because last year, you know, Mike White had that rough game against Buffalo, and he even told, told the announcing crew of this game that, you know, he tried to do too much because the Jets were just, they just weren't a good team last year. They had an awful defense. So if the Jets offense did not produce big numbers and the Jets offense really was not capable of producing big numbers, they weren't going to win. And they really did not have the pieces to win on offense last year. This year is different. This year, they just need a quarterback who can go out and execute, a guy who can run the playbook. And that's what Mike White did in this game. I don't think if he goes going forward, if he plays at this level, I don't think he's going to throw for 300 yards every week. But I do think this is the level the Jets need their offense to be run at. If they get this caliber quarterback play going forward from Mike White, and again, the the challenges will be steeper going forward. You know, he did not follow that game up last year with Cincinnati all that well. But he showed you that he's capable of doing it. Can he do it consistently? Well, that's what we'll find out in the weeks ahead. I think there's no question about it. Mike White's earned at least one more start. In fact, I would even argue he's earned two more starts. I, I would argue this game was so good. This game was so encouraging for the offense that even if Mike White plays badly next week, I, I think he's almost earned a second chance because of how effective he was in this game. He did exactly what the Jets needed him to do. Again, get identify your targets, get the ball to the open guy, and do it on time. And there have been issues where where guys have been open this year with Zach Wilson, and he hasn't been able to get the ball to them on time. You know, some of it's he's a little hesitant to throw because you know window windows close quick in the NFL. He's afraid a window's going to close. Sometimes he just pats the football. You, you'll see that. You've seen that on a frequent basis basis with Zach this year. We just packed the football. This doesn't mean Zach Wilson's career is necessarily over with the Jets. Robert Salas said that, you know, they think Zach Wilson's still going to be part of the mix going forward. But for right now, a team with playoff aspirations, a team looking to win games, they got what they needed from Mike White. This was the best Jets quarterback performance of the season by far. And I think that Mike White has, at least for the short term, earned a spot in the lineup. And Mike White kind of lifted the team up in this game. And as we continue on this special post-cast edition of the Locked On Jets podcast, we'll talk about some of the other elements, which kind of came to play in the second half after a bit of a rough start. That's as we continue this Sunday Locked On Jets episode. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is is releasing a slate of new football podcasts that we're sure you're going to love. That's why you'll be able to find Block Forever available as a bonus episode on Locked On NFL right now. Block Forever is a brand new podcast from former NFL All-Pro Ryan Khalil and Audible. You may remember Ryan Khalil's a former Jet. He actually was the Jet center the year they signed Mike White. Khalil takes the conversation about football to the next level. He gives football fans an insider's look at the game through the eyes of the greatest players and personalities of all time. He sits down with star players, coaches, and former pros across the league to get real about what happens on the field and behind the scenes, inside locker rooms, during team meetings, and back at the hotel. You'll hear Christian McCaffrey talk about his love-hate relationship with fantasy football, and Juju Smith-Schuster give his most honest opinions on other players and positions in the league. New episodes of Block Forever will be recorded and released every week ahead of Thursday Night Football. Ryan and his guests discuss topics like the player's psyche, sports betting, playing through pain, being a leader, and how to deal with combative teammates. Nothing is out of bounds. It's available for free on Audible or wherever you get your podcasts. Head over to Locked On NFL for a sneak preview of Block Forever. Or catch the full series available anywhere you get your podcasts. Available anywhere now. Audible. Get in the game. Well, if you were a Jets fan who plays Daily Fantasy and had Mike White throwing for more than 300 yards today, you're doubly happy because you saw the Jets win and you probably won your Daily Fantasy matchup. If you do play Daily Fantasy, let me tell you about prize picks. Here's how it works. You pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. It's just you versus the projections available, no competing no competing against other people. And prize picks offers projections on any, any sport you watch, so it goes beyond the NFL to... The NHL, college football, men's and women's college basketball, soccer, and yes, even disc golf. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. They have safe and fast withdrawals, and they are currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. So if you deposit $50, prize picks gives you another $50. If you deposit $100, prize picks gives you another $100. And don't forget to enter promo code LOCKEDON at sign-up for an instant deposit match of up to $100 using prize picks. This is the Locked On Jets podcast here, a post-cast edition of the show. After the Jets beat the Chicago Bears 31-10 to at MetLife Stadium, the number one star of the game for the Jets is Mike White. And watching this game, the phrase complementary football came to mind for me. You know, you like it when one unit of the team supports the other unit. Sometimes that comes into play in the game plan. You know, there're some opponents where you know an offensive approach is done is used to kind of help the defense out. But in this game, you saw the passing game lift the other parts of the un- the other parts of the football team up early because The rest of the Jets' team got off to a pretty slow start in this game. The defense did not have a great first half. Now, they really elevated their game in the second half. The pass rush really heated up in the second half as well. But in the early stages, the Jets were having trouble getting to Trevor Simeon, who started at quarterback for Chicago. And coverage was a little spotty. You know, Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed have been phenomenal all season long. They both had hiccups early in the game. Sauce got beaten uh, and had a penalty on him in a play against Chase, Chase Claypool. And DJ Reed had the ball ripped out of his hands for an early Chicago touchdown. Bears got on the board twice, two scores in the first two series. Jets defense then kind of rose to the occasion afterwards. Jets run game also got off to kind of a slow start in this one. But Mike White was able to lift them up. This is not going to be, I don't think this is ever going to be a passing centric offense, but occasionally, and this is, I think it's important to have a complete football team for a reason like this, is that your dominant unit is going to have games where even if they pick it up, they make it off to a slow start. There may be a portion of a game where they're not playing well. If the Jets' passing game was not, was not playing well at an early point in this game, Jets would have been chasing the game. They would have been behind. It would have been advantage Chicago. And that's one of the reasons it's so important what Mike White did in this game, because he prevented this game from getting away from the Jets. It's very easy when, you know, when you're a favorite in the NFL. The other team gets off to a hot start. Suddenly they build confidence. Suddenly you're reeling a little bit. You're wondering what's going on. And Mike White's performance helped the Jets avoid that fate. that's one of the reasons, you know, I don't know how Zach Wilson would have played if he's in there. Maybe Zach Wilson would have played well, but the Jets have not been able to lean on their passing game at all this year. And I don't think this is a passing game the Jets are going to lean on completely through the season, but it's nice to be able to have it when you need it. And the Jets got it in this game because of Mike White, and because of other players. You know, the Jets spread the ball around on offense. Got to give credit. Garrett Wilson had a big game. Um, He had five catches, 95 yards. Elijah Moore, Finally, part of the offense again. You know, it's you look at Elijah Moore's career. The splits with Zach Wilson as his quarterback versus somebody else are very pronounced. Tyler Conklin had some big catches. Mike White spread the football around in this game, and the, the receivers came to play. But here's the thing: in the second half, the parts of the team that struggled got things going. You know, this supposed to be a run game dominant team. It's supposed to be a defense dominant team. Those parts picked it up. Defense again really came to play in the second half. They shut the Bears out the entire second half. Uh, You know, the pass rush was good. You know, the Jets only ended the game with two sacks, but the pass rush came to play. They also had three tackles for a loss, so the defensive line was playing well. And the Jets, you know, Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed picked things up in the second half. And the run game got going. Led by rookie Zonovan Bam Knight, 14 carry, 69 yards. And Ty Johnson had some big runs. Ty Johnson, the guy I've been complaining about for years. You know, five carries, 62 yards, and a 32-yard touchdown. So let's give some credit to Ty Johnson there, a guy who I've given a lot of grief to through the years. But Bam Knight, guy who really stepped up and you know, I get a lot wrong, but I, I'll i get, so I got to brag a little bit here. I remember saying back in August that my prediction for Donovan Knight was he's going to end up on the practice squad. But at some point this year, you're going to suffer an injury at running back, maybe late in the season. He'll step up, step in and play well. Knight, 69 yards on 14 carries. Now don't go back and listen to those episodes because I'm pretty sure in the episodes I said that, I also said, why is Mike White making the team? I, I doubted Mike White, which tends to, you know, produce good results, it it tends tends to make me look bad, it tends to produce really good results for Mike White, so maybe I should keep criticizing Mike White, because whenever I criticize that quarterback, he goes out there and plays great football, you know, an excellent win for the Jets, they get to 7-4 and on the season, again, a game they needed to have, a game they really could not afford to lose with these difficult road trips coming up, Minnesota, Buffalo, Miami, and Seattle, all road games before the end of the season, you know, you do get some games like Detroit, you get Jacksonville, which You know, shouldn't be that on paper seems like a a winnable game, but it's a tough schedule going forward. Jets needed this game and maybe found some stability at the quarterback position. Now, we went through this a year ago with Mike White, and he followed it up with kind of a bad game against Buffalo. So we'll see what happens going forward. But if Mike White plays at the level he's capable of and just avoids putting the ball in danger, he gives the Jets what they need because unlike last year, the Jets don't need superstar level play at the quarterback position. They don't need a big-time playmaker. They need a guy who can execute the offense to get the ball to the open guy on time because they're going to be open guys in this scheme and with these players and with these receivers because, and because the Jets have a solid team around them and they have a defense that can lift this roster up. It's, but it's just nice that if the defense stalls a little bit, you know, defense has a little bit of a slow start, Jets maybe not chasing the game now because they have a passing game who can at least buy the defense some time to get hot. Anyway, that's all for this postcast episode of Locked On Jets. Hope you enjoyed the game. Hope you enjoyed your holiday weekend. If you enjoy the show, subscribe to it and give it a five-star review if you're listening on a podcast or, or a big thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube. Have a great Sunday night, everybody. I'll be back tomorrow, the regular Monday episode, where we'll do a fuller game recap of the Jets beating the Bears.